WNYC Studios is supported by Zuckerman Spader. Through nearly five decades of taking on high-stakes legal matters, Zuckerman Spader is recognized nationally as a premier litigation and investigations firm. Their lawyers routinely represent individuals, organizations, and law firms in business disputes, government, and internal investigations, and at trial. When the lawyer you choose matters most. Online at Zuckerman.com. Radio Lab is supported by the John Templeton Foundation, funding research and catalyzing conversations that inspire people with awe and wonder. Learn about the researchers making the latest discoveries in the science of well-being, complexity, forgiveness, and free will at templeton.org slash podcast. Listener supported. WNYC Studios. <laughs> I sh- quite. You're Ooh. listening to Radio, Radio Lab. Lab, the podcast from New York Public Radio. Public Radio WNYC and NPR. Hey, I'm Jad Abumrad. I'm busy listening to this. Who is this? I'm Robert Krolowicz. This is Radio Lab, the podcast. <laughs> So this person that you're hearing right now, mm-hmm. testing, testing, she's one of my favorite, favorite musicians. Can you introduce yourself? My name is, I am, uh, my name's Juana Molina. Uh, I'm Juana Molina and I am a musician. I hope you enjoy what I do. Okay, so you know how sometimes on this podcast, instead of the science and the big ideas and the whatever, we present musicians? Yeah. Well, that's what I want to do for the next uh, 10 or so minutes. Mostly because I think she's amazing, but also because when we used her music in the sperm show, I used it for some of the breaks. This song right here, in fact. We got a flood of email, people asking about it. I wonder what she thought about being the breaks in the sperm show. <laughs> <laughs> she, she doesn't know. <laughs> so this podcast is for the bunch and bunch and bunch of people who wrote in asking about Juana Molina. And also for the rest of you who maybe don't know her yet, but will hear her now. And maybe, I hope, fall in love with her music, as I have. So uh, let me make space here. Okay, so I spoke with her recently as she was in town to play a gig at this club called Le Poisson Rouge. Le Poisson Rouge, the, the, the red fish. Yep. And she told me her backstory. It's kind of interesting. She started out as a musician, taking piano lessons and guitar lessons, trying to be a performer. It wasn't really working out at that point. So she needed a job. And she wasn't really sure what to do, but she knew she was always good at impressions. It's something I could always do, and it was easy for me just to impersonate characters and then... And people that you knew or just... People like um, stereotypes or, or... I don't know if it's stereotypes or archetypes, both. I mean... Yeah. Oh, that's an interesting sound. Yeah. And then and one day I was desperate looking for a job that gave me enough money to play music and I thought TV was the best option. You you went to TV to help pay for music? Mm-hmm. So what, what she did was she went over to the local TV station, somehow convinced them to give her a job reporting fake news, sort of like The Daily Show. And eventually she got her own show called Juana y sus hermanas. Which means Juana and her sisters. It was sort of a comedy show. It was just uh, sketches. Yes. How long did that go for? Three years. At the beginning, it worked very well because I had money and I could pay my rent and my guitar lessons. But then I got big. 
She became a huge hit. Was it the kind of situation where you'd walk down the street and be recognized? Yeah. Much to her dismay, oddly. Suddenly she was an actress, not a musician, and as she puts it, her life kind of got out of hand. Well, uh, But then she got pregnant. I got pregnant and I needed to stay in bed. And so I had time to, to think about my life and realize that I had totally missed my goal. It was just that I didn't want to miss it. I didn't want to die be- and not having done what I wanted to do. So at the height of her popularity as an actress, she drops out. Yeah, that's not what I wanted. I just wanted to be a musician. So she starts playing in these little clubs, just her and her guitar. How how do people respond? Badly. Didn't go so well. Well, It was hell for several years. She said she had terrible stage fright. You're an actress, wouldn't you be fine to be on stage? It's not the same, you're acting. It's not you. I suppose that's true, but I mean, you're used to having... I don't suppose you know. (laughs) What I was doing is to impersonate people, and I was making fun of people. It was never myself. And it was horror, because it was, I don't know, I was just very scared. So what she ended up doing was kind of going solo. You know, like she tried to play with musicians. And I didn't like anyone. (laughs) And they didn't like what I was offering them either. So essentially what she does now is she creates entire symphonies of just her. Just her, her guitar, some electronics, and this looping box. She'll play a line, and then it'll loop, and loop, and loop. And then another line, and then a loop, and loop. And they'll both be going, and then she'll add a third, and a fourth, and a fifth. And somewhere along the way, and this is what I love, as you're listening, you slip into this universe of one. The thing by being on your own is that you can go deeper and deeper and deeper on, on your, in your own universe and go further, further away or deeper, deeper, deeper inside. Are they the same person? I usually feel that the sounds tell me what to do with them. Every sound has its own behavior, at least for me. Uh, I'm just feeling like a driver of those sounds. So interesting, like it feels like she's taking a bath in herself. Little by little, my ridiculously small universe it becomes huge. Anything that has a note or a rhythm, you can make music with. I mean, are you inspired more by a thought, like I want to say something? No, or no, never. There's absolutely nothing that I really want to say. Really? Really. I mean, you have lyrics sometimes. Most of the times. So when the song pops into your head and you develop it, it, you're not thinking of a story, per se? No. Never. But you put the story on afterwards, why? 
in order to be able to sing. Undia, the song. Uh, how did that? How did that happen? I was warming up for a show, and I started. I got bored, and I started to play. And it sounded like one day. It wasn't saying one day, but it sounded like. You didn't even have the words just yet. No, but then when I was singing, that just came out. Un día voy a ser otra distinta. One day I will be someone different. So from that sentence, I could I already had the whole song. One day I will be someone different. I'll do everything I never dared to do before. I will live in the middle of the country and I will dance, dance, dance and only dance. One day I will fix the back door and one day I will write songs with no lyrics so everybody just can imagine whatever they want. something crazy I heard that song and I got the sense immediately of what it was without knowing the words just a sense of like a chant to your better self you once called it like the chorus of one remember that yeah the thing you say to yourself when you're feeling really crappy well I, I had that feeling from this song and so I got on her website wanamalina.com uh-huh. and the only fan letter I've ever written in my entire life I wrote to her just then I said I love your music I love this song can I remix it? <laughs> and I, amazingly, her manager wrote me back. And he said, totally, you can remix it. Really? So I remixed the song. Oh, my God. Was, was, this, guy in, was this guy in Buenos Aires? Or was, where was he? No, it turns out he's just down the street. <laughs> he was in New York. Can we hear your version? Yeah. Hmm, how can I do that? Hold on. Okay, I've got it right here. Okay, so here it is. Here's a short excerpt from uh, a remix that her manager was nice enough to let me do of, of her song, of Juana Molina's song, Un Dia.
Paul Dalen and Juana Molina. You can also go to JuanaMolina.com, check out her music. And I want to thank Michael Rayfield for some of the sounds used in that remix, as well as Stuart Dempsey for some of the music, and the Corporation for Public Broadcasting, the Sloan Foundation, and the National Science Foundation for helping to make Radiolab possible. I'm Jad Abumrad. And I'm Robert Krilwich. We'll catch you in two weeks. Radio Lab is supported by the John Templeton Foundation, funding research and catalyzing conversations that inspire people with awe and wonder. Learn about the researchers making the latest discoveries in the science of well-being, complexity, forgiveness, and free will at templeton.org/podcast.